Viewer discretion is advised. It was just so weird to me. That's what you want? So this is how easy females are. So for one, females, you got to stop being so damn easy. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest is not from Tamaki Makaru, is not from Okilani, not even from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, she is from the city of Carson, Carson, California, of the USFA. Uh, she's an amazing music artist uh, who began her, um, oh, became um, internationally recognized after her first single called Flavor, and also which made, uh, made it to number one on iTunes. And so you'll recognize her, her, her songs like, um, obviously, Flavor, Tell Me, Get Some, and Number One, just to name a few. She's also performed alongside some amazing artists like Poetic, uh, Sammy J, uh, you had um, Drew Deasy, um, also um, at ease, and also, um, who else was in the mix? Fiji. Yeah, Fiji, yeah, of course, Fiji, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and also, um, in 2017, her debut album dropped, uh, which was called For the Lovers, also made it to number one on the Billboard, yeah. Billboard Reggae Albums chart. You'll recognise her also on NBC's American Song Contest as well, um, but more so, she is an amazing Wahine tour. Uh, Tainer Tour, incredibly talented. So please put your hands together for the amazing Tanel! <laughs> thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming today. It's a real privilege and honour uh, for us to have you tonight on, on, the, on the podcast. And so I thought just to start the ball rolling, why, 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 why is, what's the, the, the big deal? What's the, the happening or what's the vibe in terms of being in Aotearoa, but also your purpose around being here? Because obviously you've got something um, in the pipelines, something special that, um, that I don't know people, I don't think too many people know what's going down. Yeah, so I, I'm in, I, this is, I've been in um, Aotearoa for for a month. Um, I'm working on my album. Uh, this is my third album. Uh, and so I'm really, really excited. I came um, intentionally to Aotearoa to do my album. Um, for one, because um, this, um, this is my biggest numbers in all of the whole entire world are right here in New Zealand. Um, and for two, um, I just know that like um, just the love here in Aotearoa is just so real. And um, my grandma, like coming from Samoa, my grandma came to first here to New Zealand and all her siblings are Pereiras. So they're all here in in Aotearoa. And then she was the only sibling that came to America. And then obviously you have me now. But um, yeah, just Aotearoas. I have roots here. Um, I have a lot of family here and I have a lot of great friends here. And then um, there's just a lot of great musicians here. The musicianship and um, love for music. Um, and your gifts here are just so special to me. And so that's why I wanted to come here to make sure that this album projects all of that. Yeah, just cause it's just a special, this is a special island, cool. you know? And so me being from from the island of Carson, California and the island of Oahu by ways of Lai'i and the island of Kongafuafua, um, Samoa um, and the island of Aotearoa, you know? It's like, we're all, hello, we're filming over here. <laughs> so <laughs> I forgot to mention to now we do get we get a lot of planes coming over. So okay, drink break. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that. Like honestly, I I um 
specifically prayed for this album for two years and planned for this album because you know faith without works is dead so my prayer is my faith my planning was my works and i planned for me to specifically be here with my cousin vanessa all goodness behind the lens i planned for us to do this album here because i know that the best they have the best come from here like and then the maori like um culture like kapahaka how they sing they're trained even like the psalm like our psalm ones here like how everyone is still forced to go church you know what i mean like 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 that in the states it's all washed by gangs and politics and things of that nature and yeah it's just kind of lost and here i i feel more rooted to who i am Wow, it's, it's interesting you say that um, to now. Obviously, I forgot to mention you You represent 684, 685 mm-hmm. Samoa. Yeah. Um, but um, in terms of the culture, uh, obviously the culture of East Samoa uh, in, in uh, Aleo, California, and coming here to New Zealand, obviously there's a lot of Samoans, a lot of Hamels, a lot of Dongans, mm-hmm. Pacifica, and so forth. So what is it about New Zealand that kind of draws you? Because you said there's, there's something uh, about the people, but is there something about the identity of, of being Samoan that kind of bring something um bring something to light in terms of who you are as a as an individual oh definitely like for instance yesterday we were on um we were honored to be on as an extra on a on a film in a film crew so like i've never been on any kind of movie set in my whole entire life and so to be on a movie set um with my cousin right this is like you know we always say every day we say when's the last time we did something for the first time and every single day we do something for the first time so like to be on um a movie that's coming out that is polynesian directed polynesian produced polynesian makeup artist polynesian um um stylist polynesian extras polynesian actors mm-hmm. like you had you had gabby solomona um um Bula. like you had all of these um actors that i am so like like i fangirl you know because we're from the states we don't have this um recognition that um you, you know you drive around uh, i'm in my uber and i see a someone on a bus you see bella kololo on the tv like you know you see those things and and i'm honored to be able to call them my friends you know and so to see that it's a privilege that i have when i come here but it's a privilege that you guys have from like being from here um I don't even remember your question. I feel like I'm just ranting right no, now. No, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, but yeah, like uh, just being on that set yesterday. Um, one, I've never been on a movie set, but um, but mo- most importantly, was like, whoa, this is so cool. And then he flew his parents from Samoa. You know, like just those those Samoan things that we do, mm-hmm. and to have them that there and and you know, Ness and I were from America and. Um, you know, we walk in with our pulitasis on, and so we're like, you know, tulo, tulo, and then we ask the auntie and uncle, like, oh, do you want us to make you guys play? And they're like, no, 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 you're okay. And, but that gravitated them to our table. You know, like certain things like that is just who we are. We are so, I am so proud to be someone. Like, it's just a beautiful thing to be. I, yeah, it's, Ooh. and then being here, it just makes you even more proud to just see us on, on TV and on commercials and on, podcasts and on um the radio like you know 
in, in Los Angeles, we don't have that. In Hawaii, there is that. Um, but it being Samoans, there's no Samoan radio host or Samoan on the news. Um, yeah, so I just I just really relate here. Yeah, awesome. See, it sounds like you're going to be moving here soon, eh? Maybe if I find one man, nah. Mm. You better come out. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a hint to him today? Put a bit of a plug in, plug in. Uh, is this the real reason why you came? <laughs> hey. I thought it was called mandates. <laughs> Charlie! You call us taxi, but it went somewhere else. <laughs> next one, next one. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm done, I'm done. So I'm just being myself. This is who I am. Good, sorry, good to know you be yourself. Sorry. You like that. Oh, man. And how is it in terms of being Polynesian in the States? And obviously, it's, it's not anything I'm versed in or experienced in but how is it in terms of keeping your cultural identity alive because i know even in new zealand as um you know polynesian born here where our grandparents have come from the islands mm. staying connected to the culture and the language is quite difficult i can mm. only imagine it must also be difficult over there okay. as a polynesian yeah yes definitely uh, so uh, my dad is third generation third generation so my papa was no sorry second generation so my dad's second generation my papa moved from Samoa with um Vanessa's dad um to from to Hawaii to San Francisco then they um stayed in Carson California and that's how a lot of us all came um all of the Samoans in Carson California and so it is um I will see I will speak I would speak on behalf of my own household. Um, yes, our our culture is um, very washed away um, for the simple fact of um, specific specifically my family. The gang influence has um, taken over, um, and you know we didn't grow up in a Samoan church. There was no um, there was in a Samoan influence. Uh, my grand my grandpa was locked up most of our life and so he was in jail you know when he came from Samoa um he just got into lots of trouble um especially being identified as being Maoli you know and so he had to he was one of the first Samoans in LA you know my grandpa Atonio Luofalemana and so for him to be the first Samoan in LA everyone identified um, him as black and he didn't like that obviously because he was someone you know and so he would get in lots of fights and so then he became a boxer and he became a boxer in jail um and so yeah and then um my dad is um the oldest boy and so with my dad being the oldest boy he had a lot to carry and especially with my grandma coming from Samoa as well um and so you think about it you have you have my grandpa and my grandma that both came from Samoa but met in in LA so they both met in Los Angeles from both migrating from Samoa. Um, and then my grandma passed away when I was one. So I never really got to know her. So that's why I don't really know how to speak too much Samoan is because my grandfather was busy fighting for us to still be Samoan. And then my grandpa, I mean, my grandma was um, had passed away. So, yeah, so it is very I was, uh, like going back to speaking about my own household, it 
is um lost i wouldn't there's still someone congregational churches all over um the mormon churches there's so many many um someone much someone influence but i'm talking about my own household uh and me as tanello falemana with me being half black and half someone um um i don't i don't really have um i didn't have that kind of household growing up you know, but my dad did influence that and implement that differently than it just being the language where where it's my body language, where it's where I say too low, where it's where I um, I give and I um, it was hard for me to understand how to receive with us being Polynesian, you know, but then that's where my black side comes in where my mom's like, oh, no, girl, you receive it you know <laughs> you receive it because if they're giving it that's god's blessings to you so you receive it you know so a lot of things i i just i know that uh, i'm right where i'm supposed to be and god placed me right where i was supposed to be and so for me to represent american samoa on that show that you mentioned earlier uh called american song contest hosted by kelly clarkson and snoop dogg it was such an honor but i also did feel um a lack thereof, unfortunately, because I wasn't raised in someone and in someone I wasn't raised speaking someone and I wasn't raised in a someone ch- a church or um, but I was raised by a someone father. You know what I mean? And his skin and his butt is full someone and talk it out. And you know what I mean? And so for that to be. Um, yeah, I, I just know that in different ways, um, um, it's a yes, and in different ways, it's a no too. Cool, what an awesome answer to know. And regardless of if you do, long you answer, yeah, but, hey, but good, good answer, good answer. <laughs> and regardless if you, do, if you don't speak the language or speak Samoan fluent, man, you can tell you Samoan. Yeah. yeah, you can tell by that laughter. That you can laughter. tell by the way you look in somebody's eyes yeah, that they're yeah. Polynesian, yeah. right? Yeah. You can tell by the way that they shake your hand that they're Polynesian. You can tell by the way that they love on you yeah. or that they're real with you. And this sometimes, by the way, that someone is saying certain things about a certain individual, you're like, eh, you better go and tell that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is Polynesian. That's that's us. That's how we were raised. Like that's how my dad raised me. My dad raised me not to be, not to lay down and just let things go. Cool. He, my dad raised me to be bold. I'm his oldest, and I'm his daughter. He says that I should have been his son, but you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I walk boldly in everything that I do. I'm really proud of who I am, you know. So yeah, that's cool, man. Represent, represent. <laughs> that's really cool to hear. And interesting that um, as the oldest child yourself, your father was also the oldest um, yeah. amongst the siblings, and. I feel like sometimes oldest boy. Oldest oh, oldest boy. boy. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of expectations that come with being the oldest. Yes. Um, how do you? How have you found dealing with those expectations? And how do you take those expectations on without letting it weigh you down and cripple you almost? You know, it's all God. Honestly, it's all God. I never. Um, I never let let the expectations of anybody depict who I'm supposed to be. You know, because I know that I'm loved by my mom and my dad. And they've always said, like, we don't expect you to be anything but happy. So you do what makes you happy. And so, um, yeah, me being the oldest, though, um, you know, and then I'm the oldest of seven. There's a lot of us. And I know, like, all of uh, there's many of you that are watching right now that are oldest. Um, I just want to be an inspiration. 
I want them to see me and know my truth, like all of my flaws and all, because there's no gray areas about me. And I'm a, I'm a very open book, you know, and so I want them to I want them to see it. I want to talk about all of my woulda, coulda, shouldas and know that if they were to go through those things, too, that there you can always get out of that because God is mindful of us, you know. And so, yeah, um, yeah. You know, you've been coming back and forth to NZ for the last 10 years and, you know, yep. there's obviously something special uh, for you that allows you to keep on coming back. What are some similarities and differences you've seen in, like, uh, the culture or when you see um, others that look like you and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, that you can identify with? Ah, man, just like our smiles, <laughs> you know, our smiles are so genuine, like for real, it's like it, our smiles, um, the way that we are. Am I like every Polynesian woman? So <laughs> even if it's a girl, it's like, you know, even on set, <laughs> even on set yesterday, like, you know, we didn't really know anybody there, but you know, it's me and my cousin. I'm so thankful that I have my cousin with me. You know, I have made it to a point in my life where I can be able to afford to bring someone that I love along with me to pray with me and to be with me to experience the things, you know? And so, yeah, like I, I, you know, people walking past me that, like that, um, the respect factor is the same, you know, the, the too low, the, you know, just everything about who we are. Um, the way that I see a lot of, um, of, uh, my friends here treat their parents, mm-hmm. same. Um, yeah, the overall morals are all the same. Um, we were just kind of, we just grew up with, uh, uh, drive-bys and, um, a lot of other things that we don't, you guys, I mean, I'm sad to say, but now I heard that that's kind of happening here too. And drug use, still the same. Alcohol abuse, still the same. Suicide, still the same. Um, um, the, just the devil working and overworking, but he won't win. But that's all Amen. still the same. Yeah, it's still the same. Yeah. That's awesome. And like, People that are watching the podcast, they might not, because the majority of our viewers are New Zealand. Hi, viewers. <laughs> and, and so they might not understand, like, there's so many, like, the the distance between America and us and, like, the cultures are very different mm. um, in those places. But, like, you sharing these similarities, like, it's, like, normal for us, but it's, it must be massive for you to come all the way from there and say, man, this is... Yeah, this is so cool. Like I can, it's they're still the same. It's still the same, and it's the same oka. Yeah. It's the same palisani. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same sapusui. It's the same is recipe, it, bro. It's the same. <laughs> no, they the didn't same. do that. It's the it's same. The same. Or sometimes it's like hui. Oh, that's in Hawaii though. Hawaii, Hawaii, uh, nah, nah, I'm not uh, gonna do that. I don't want to get a hiding. Nah, nah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the same, but sometimes that might, that might mean like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, what are some um, um, slangs that that um, that I've heard here? Up, that you've heard here? That's like, hey, how come you guys say that? Or or that, that I like? 
Well, that you like. Okay, yeah. the ones that I like, uh, mm-hmm. the things that I love here are um, 100%. <laughs> I love that. We love honeys or like 100%. Because you know, in LA, we say period. Mm. And I hate that. Like, <laughs> stop saying that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but we now we're going to go back home and we're going to be like, 100 we love 100 percent. we love all goods all mm-hmm. goods uh i love to make it yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh to make it um i love go for a fade are you ready for a fade because yeah. i love a fade okay <laughs> i love a fade right um i love um oh muppets i heard that one. Ooh, Ooh that's a bad one but you fucking muppets <laughs> sorry beep it okay but i kind of like that one i was like oh that's good um what else i like um i think that's i think that's pretty much it yeah i mean there's more but yeah, yeah. they're probably not appropriate <laughs> Just go for it today. No, <laughs> no. Oh man, that's our case. Uh, today, we can get back to your music today because obviously you, you give uh, other artists talk about music. And say, oh, I've, I've, I was raised up singing. I grew up singing. I love singing. That was my passion, my my talent. But is it, is it, is it, was it the same for you, or do you have a different story in terms of your your ability to in music and singing? Did you always grow up, or do you grew up in a household where music was the thing, or, was, or do you have a different story? I have a. So I read that you're a softball player. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I'm an athlete. Hey. Oh, you All my siblings are athletes. You're welcome. I was the first cat. No, no, no. But yeah, I um, I played college ball. Yeah, I was um, or uni, uni ball. You, called, oh, you say uni, oi? She's a kiwi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, I, uh, I I was an athlete my whole life, and I've always had like three jobs. Um, I have, um, and my dad has always called me like a Jamaican. You know, Jamaicans have like multiple jobs. Um, so I've always I always had so many jobs. I was always in school, or I was always um, at my games or my tournaments. Um, and so yeah, I I didn't really do music. I didn't. I started doing vocal lessons because I was the kind of kid that wanted to do everything. I know my dad was like so tired of me and my mom, but I wanted to do ice skating. I wanted to be a boxer. That was like one of my, like my real things I really wanted to be. I wanted to pursue boxing. Um, just cause I kind of like to fight in school. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Nah, he knows. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I started doing music, um, when I was 12. I did vocal lessons because it was like another thing that I wanted to do. Um, and then when I turned 17, I found a passion for it. I just started to love it. Um, and, but I've always been a writer, like in my notepads. I like multiple notepads of like poetry and just journaling. Um, that was like my thing when I was younger. Um, and so I started to just sing them. And then I turned 17. I graduated high school. And then I joined a band called Cord Brown, and I was their background singer. You remember the song Poolana? Yeah, Poolana. Um, yeah, yeah, so the original song Poolana by Cord Brown, not by Josh Satofi. Shout out to Josh Satofi, love you, bro. But it, the original song was done by a guy named Vika, and um, he, he did a Poolana, and that was written by my godfather, Robert Went. 
Yeah, and so um, so that I used to sing backgrounds for the group Polena, and then after that, I um, pretty much just kind of went all in, and I uh, joined um, Common Kings after that. So I joined Common Kings as a background singer, and then after Common Kings, and they pretty much Common Kings management helped me get to where I am um, with kind of just showing me the ropes of um just how to meet and how to land a deal <laughs> um and then i went on tour with fiji here in, in new zealand that was my first real tour and i background sang, sung for him me and nisa collins and then um i was able to do like four songs um and have my own set and so after that it, it's just kind of everything just kind of elevated from there i would just learn and pick up pieces pick up pieces and drop off pieces at the same time because um, uh, that's what life's all about right you just pick it up and put it down as you go and what works for you is for you because God has this gift in me and I can't let anybody try to deteriorate the gift that God has for me which I know is my voice and I know is my music and so after that, I just uh, started to learn and I um, started to self-manage myself. And so I, I'm still learning, though. So I'm self-managed. I have a nonprofit organization called Mana Sports and Entertainment. Um, and it's with all my cousin, Vanessa, my sister, Tani, my dad, and all of my siblings. And we're a nonprofit, 501c3. And so our goal is to open up a creative shared space for kids in the city of Carson, California. So they have a place to come in like this to just be able to come in and create. Um, it doesn't have to have any kind of structure, but for that to just come, you know, just come as they are and then we'll do it. We'll do the rest for them. And so that's my goal. If you guys can pray for me and us and my family out there for Mana, but it's just for them to, um, to, um, to recognize their mana again like you know because it's there but they can't find it you know sometimes it's hidden over by drugs or or whatever's going on in their household that they don't talk about um and so yeah that's pretty much my music wow. life and now i'm here so yeah i i came out with my first album with my with my old management and then I, my last album, I came out with the song Island King, which has 10 million streams now. Um, and so that's amazing. It's all God. Everything that I do is all God because um, I sow everything with a yes and an amen, you know. And so and even every, all the bad, I'm like, OK, yes and amen. I can't handle it, you know. Um, but yeah. And now I'm here recording my third album so i didn't grow up in a household full of musicians but i do know that my parents um always played good music like my dad is a music connoisseur like r&b reggae real music and that's one thing about new zealand that la has in, that's similar is that we um it's real music not this bubblegum music that's out these days but like real music i remember the first time i came to new zealand they were playing they were playing Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk, in a bar next to the first bar that for, that I ever sing at with. And so they were singing, they were playing Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk, and I remember walking to the bar, and the bar had a C, like grade C on it. And I remember walking in like, 
oh, what's this bar? It looks like ones where warriors. Because, you know. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sorry, but I loved it. I loved it so much. Because all, this is my first time, think, think about this. My first time in New Zealand, I grew up to ones where warriors. That was like a movie I watched, and it depicted every household in Carson, California. And truly, things that are just swept under the rug. And so that's our relation. Like, Once Your Warriors was that film that, like, we were like, damn, we ain't the only one going through this crazy stuff, you know? Um, but when I walked into this bar, it looked like one of those Jake the Musk kind of bars where he was throwing the, <laughs> where he was throwing the uh, tables and stuff. Um, and they were all singing, Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And I swear, we didn't even, uh, I don't think um, FaceTime was even out then. We had Nextels. Then we had the chirp, yeah? And so I remember calling my family like, yo, they're playing Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? And that's when I knew, I was like, bro, the music here is real. Yeah, that's awesome. You're right, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's some good musos here. And we love the we love the R and B. They love the nineties, eighties. A lot mm -hmm. of good. Um, yeah. So, oh, I'm yeah, glad. You said real music. What's real music to me? Yeah, real music to me is is Betty Wright, um, Fiji Fiji George Vicoso, mm -hmm. um, Mary Wells, Tevin Campbell, Arija, mm -hmm. um, um. Oh my gosh, it's so so much. There's so much with Stan Walker. That's real music. Um, King King music, a King. I, I don't know. Kings, his, I never met him before. Kings, Kings, Kings. yeah, Kings. He, yeah. That he is, has great music. The, just the lyrical content. Real music is lyrical. It's musical, but it's more so like where it can pull you in and where you can relate to it. And so that's the music that Renee Geyer, it only happens when I look at you. Like that is real music. Cause that's like, she's talking about real love. And we don't even know if she ever even went through it. She probably saw that on the side of the street in Aotearoa. I don't know. I'm just saying real music is in all forms, but real music is lyrics and it's music. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the heartbeat of it. Yeah. And so, so when did you know, um, when did you, was there a moment um, uh, to know in terms of your music? Because and, and, obviously you said you started singing vocal training at 12 and so forth. When Because some people think, oh, they take vocal training and, and realize, oh, I'm not really good at this. But when was the, when, when did you really kind of come to that point where you said, man, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. I'm going to follow through. I'm just going to, I'm all in. Oh, man. Um, I knew that I was meant for music when my brother got shot and he was paralyzed and so and then i wrote the song called bulletproof uh it was the first song that i ever actually really recorded and so that's that's a song that pretty much um started me so that's a song that fiji saw first everybody saw first to know like who this tana was um yeah um Wait, what was your question again? I'm so sorry. Oh, just when you was, was it the, the, the defining moment when you realized that's yeah. So that was that was that was the defining moment when my brother got shot and when we I had to pull from some type of emotion um, because I was so lost and I knew that there's something more why God was allowing this to happen to my family. Um, 
in our small city of Carson, California, and where he's just the most humble person, never really said much, very shy. Um, his name's Justin Luofalemana. And so, yeah, he, he passed away two years ago. Um, he, he actually, it's going to be three years, Yanes, three years um, on September 29th. And so, yeah, I'll be in Australia opening up for Lauren Hill. These are things we all talked about my whole life. You know, like, I can't wait to open up for her, bro. I'm open up for her one day, you know. And I would go, you know, you know, he was shot and paralyzed and he was paralyzed from his chest down. And um, things of things like that will make a person like um, dig, you know. So I was able to dig into the word of God. I was able to dig into who I am and why I'm here and what my purpose is, you know. And so I was able to. Um, just kind of dig into my boldness and the way that I look at a person or I um, say hello and nice to meet you and mean it rather than just saying, hi, nice to meet you or how's your day? It's like, they don't really care about your days. You know what I mean? But really like ask the person like, how's your day? You know, and them say, oh, it's okay. It's like, oh, well, I hope it gets better. You know what I mean? But his um, testimony is now my testimony. And that's the reason why I still pursue music. And no one can ever stop me from doing music. It's because now he's doing music in heaven with the Heavenly Father. And I'm still here on earth. But I know, like, like we're right here. I can still feel him. Like, I can feel him right now, too. Um, and I just, I, just, I just know that it, everything happens for a reason. It, as, as horrible as it is that my brother's not here. And I can't just call him like, yo, I just did a podcast over here with Mandates. You know what I mean? They're awesome usos, bro. You know, I wish you could be here, you know. But that's what I would do even when he was at home paralyzed, you know. And so I still do it. Um, but I just talked to him and he's up there. But, yeah, he's the reason why I really found um, my why. Yeah, in awesome. music, yeah. Well, thanks mm -hmm. for sharing that. It's just rich to love to Justin, your brother. Thank you. To oh. also. <laughs> Thank you. My Shots, that's, that's powerful. And yeah. Yeah. Again, rich and love to your brother. Um, and you share a lot, like, just through your conversation, you share a lot about um, God. You yeah. always refer to your faith. And, and that's quite refreshing um, for us to hear someone that openly talks about because you know we're living in a time man mm. it's hard to be a christian and to mm. talk about the god because people start rolling their eyes but mm. um you let them roll them it's hey okay. yeah because <laughs> you roll them right back <laughs> that's the one because in the end of the day in the end of all days they're going to be the ones that are going to be looking at you you know what i mean you'll be like i try to tell you you know, but that's what we got to do. We got to walk boldly in our faith, you know, even if even if our walk is not our walk, like, you know, like we're drinking Corona's right now. But like, woe is me. Like, you know, but greater is he that lives in me, you know, and and greater, Greg, just greater is he. That's it. And that's all. That's all we got to say. Like, he's mindful of everything we go through every single day, like our finances, me being here in Aotearoa with just me and my cousin with a little bit of money in our savings account. We came here on pure faith. That's it. But faith without works is dead. So that's why we knew here is where we'll get work. 
you know so it it's it really is just our work matching our faith and like yeah like i don't like i wouldn't be sitting here with you if 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 it wasn't god you know i wouldn't have met you bro and so yeah like i i talk about god all the time and if i can talk about i need to talk about him more but i talk about him so much is because we live in a time where no one talks about god no more yeah. and it's be, it's becoming to be just just watered down conversations you know you can't water it down because it's so real he's so real you know and so we we deal with like real life spiritual warfare my family and you know us in california and everywhere around the world you know everywhere i travel um you know i can sense things you know i can you know certain and too, because my family, you know, a, a lot of us all, you know, the drug, the drug habits, you know, drugs and the habitual habits that we have as Polynesians are so strong, has a stronghold over our households, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, um, just the abuse of nature that we have, especially because our tolerance is so high. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you feel me? Like our tolerance is this high and then the, you know, our energy is this high. What? Like, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just bad and bad. But, you know, also our heart, our our heart, our heart just kind of covers all that because we just are such loving people. So I don't even know if I answered your question. Yeah, Did I answer your no, question? I love that. It's, it's, okay. it's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's Sorry, efficient. I'm a little bit of a rambler. I, can, no, I just kind of love it. Love okay, it. Cool. We, we, yeah. If we, I'm a if we sound quiet, there's just us that, um, enjoying the conversation. Okay, okay. Taking in. No one wants to hear us. They want to hear you. Yeah. And I ask that because, you know, um, you got to draw to something. Uh, much higher than ourselves when we go through our valleys and mm -hmm. when we go through our struggles, you know, and you can tell that your faith is a big part of who you are it is. and your being. And also, like, I've seen clips, some of the coolest clips that I've seen of you is your worship clips. Ah, uh, thank you. Covers. Those are done by Algonest. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, I love it and I uh, can't wait to hear more. Ah, thank you, bro. Thank mm. you. Here's a um, reason. Oh man, it's really refreshing to hear um, someone speak so openly about it. And like we mentioned, you know, in this day and age where people, you know, people can get offended by anything, and even things like religion now oh, trigger yeah. people. Um, yeah. So to hear someone not just talk about it, but like really openly acknowledge it as mm -hmm. part of who they are, yeah. part of their journey, and to acknowledge him always. Yeah, always. It's really awesome to see. Yeah, man. Um, and one of the guests that we had recently, she's a champion boxer. Yes, I saw that. She's amazing. Yes, I saw and that. And I remember her saying that, you know, I had asked her the question about if all the stats are the same between people, you know, their training or skills in a boxing match, what was the 1% that separates her from everyone else and she had mm. mentioned it was her faith mm. um, and it's just really cool to see building on that conversation last week yeah hearing you talk about your faith and the role that it's played in your journey yes it's it's beautiful mm. thank you it's all god it's not me honestly it really is it. it's not me <laughs> but we're talking about faith as well today but i'm just wondering was there ever a time obviously obviously there's some stuff in the music industry that people might look frown on uh, but uh, but in the in the music industry in the times of you um, been going through and so forth a lot of things all hardships has there ever been a time when your faith was truly tested? Do you think, oh God, 
Where are you? Oh, every day. Every single day. But the Bible also says that that our... Um, wait, hold on. Let me make sure I quote the Bible right now. Um, the Bible says that joy cometh, joy cometh in the morning. That joy cometh in the morning. And that every day is brand new. So like, so in Ecclesiastes, that's where it says it. You know what I mean? It just says like, like nothing is new under the sun. Like everybody struggles. You know what I mean? We all struggle with things that nobody knows about, but nothing is new under the sun. That's it. And that's all. Like, like truly, that's just how I live my life. And I'm not too hard on myself these days because of that. Because I used to find myself being so hard on myself because I wasn't where I expected myself to be. Going back to, like, my, my parents' expectations of me, it was never their expectations of me. It was my own expectations of myself. Like, because my parents love me regardless if I fall or because I'm very open with my parents. They know a lot about me and everything about me. Um, my relationships, my heartbreaks, my everything. My my siblings and my parents know a lot. And that's why they're pop-offs too, though, you know? Um, but I always, we always know grace, you know? And, you know, you know, cast the first stone. Like, everybody messes up. And, like, like we've messed up. Sometimes you don't want to say sorry. Like, so, to this day, I don't want to say sorry to some individuals because I didn't do nothing wrong. But, you know what I say? I say, Lord Jesus, just please, just just have your way. That's like my ultimate prayer is just have your way because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to beat somebody up on the street. We stand, we stand in right here, okay? <laughs> we stand right here. We get, we have some people singing outside of our apartment at like three in the morning, like, Vanessa, you have my lion? She's laughing over there. Okay? She's laughing. Yeah. She's out there singing with me. Because we call them, you know what we call them? We call them Krakiokis. I'm sorry. Because that's somebody's auntie or uncle. So I'm sorry. Okay. Cut that out. Don't put that in there. No, but I'm just saying, like, you just never know what someone else is going through someone out there is always going through far worse than what you're going through so get up make your bed and go outside man mm. there's somebody out there always going the, the world is so big and that is like one thing that i tell my family from carson california all the time is the world is so big like just visit someone you know like that's it a lot of my family has never even been to Samoa. But you're someone. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, I'm black. I've never been to Africa. <laughs> I don't know what side of Africa is. <laughs> hold on, that was hold on, that was a little bit far left. But um I'm just saying though, like the world is so big. We are one of billions of people. Like, we have to be bold. We have to walk bold. Like your shirt says, we gotta have our pride, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you sometimes feel the pressure of, of being a, like a role model? Obviously, your family must see your anger. Must man, that's my cousin. Man, that's my cousin. Oh, I have lots stuff. of cousins that I never met when I go out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you look right. like that, bro. Because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's my cousin. I'm like. <laughs> Or they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm related to her on her mom's side. I'm like, Mary, my mom is black. 
<laughs> You're someone, Auntie. Shallow. Anyways, um, but, but, but do you, shout do you, out yeah. to Auntie. <laughs> but do you feel that pressure to that? Sometimes people like you, they, you know, obviously you've been talking about expectations, but people must be so proud of you, your, your, your family. Like, man, to now this is my cousin. Your, your actual cousins. Yeah, my actual cousins. Yeah, like, yeah, they're so proud. So they, you, must have, you must inspire a lot of them. It's, ah, man, yeah. But they, they, they too inspire me, you know, right where they are. Like I may have numbers and may have people that um, on social media look at me. I have whatever numbers on all of these social media platforms, but um, I don't know. None of that really matters to me. You know what I mean? Like you could have all the numbers in your world in the world, but do you got numbers in your bank account? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying how your numbers on your credit to buy a house for your family. Like those are numbers that I'm focused on. And so, yeah, I'm just different. I'm very different. I, I, I'm appreciative for all my numbers. Thank you so much. Um, but I think I have my numbers because it's organic and because I don't try to be anybody else but myself. You know, and that's one thing that I'm very proud of is, um, and, and two, uh, another thing why a lot of people or some people don't really like me or I don't talk to anymore. Love you still. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's just because I'm, I'm, j- I just say, I just say it, you know, that's why me and Tree are so close is because we're alike in so many ways. We just say what's on our mind. And we, t- we shoot it like it is, you know? And so I think we live in a culture where everybody sugarcoats everything and everybody tiptoes over stuff. And so, yeah, I'm not here to tiptoe. I'm here to walk. One hundred. Just one hundred. Honeys. Honeys. Hundred. Hundred percent. Hundred. Oh, sorry. No, you go. No, Sissy, <laughs> Sissy, you need a come with come with me. Sus, you need a beer too, sus. Oh, I love how you guys say a sus. I oh, I like that one. I okay, sorry, you're gonna say something. Sorry, you've mentioned a couple of times now um, the importance of you know letting go and moving on, and in particular, um, part of that process is letting go of people, and that's. It's a natural part of growth and things like that. But can you just talk a little bit about having to go through that yourself? Because I imagine it's not always easy, but it's probably always necessary. Yeah? Uh, I don't necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say it's necessary. Um, but letting go of people in seasons of your life, um, because then then you're in a season right where you look back and you're like, damn, I miss them. You know what I mean? Or damn, I wish that the woulda, coulda, shouldas that I was talking about kind of play in your mind. Um, but I think I, I do know that you have to protect your peace at all times. And I do know that communication, learning, learning about who to know Lua Falemana is now. I know that communication is key. Communication is so key. Just like sitting down at a table it don't gotta be nowhere special but just saying what you feel so that you guys can bounce back that energy and, and whether you yell it out or whatever it is because once you don't uh, once because i'm talking about myself right now right but once you don't allow that to happen and then it festers and it builds and then years build then it's so hard to go back and have that conversation again you know what i mean and then that's our pride 
that gets in the way of making things right, you know? But sometimes, I don't know, for me now in my life, like, I'm I'm happy, you know? There are a lot of woulda, shouldas, couldas, and a lot of relationships that I wish I could, I would have saved because I know that I could have, but I didn't because they didn't, you know what I mean? So it's like, well, why would I if they don't, they're not even giving me that kind of energy, I'm not going to continue to do, I got my whole family, you know what I mean? To worry about and to make sure that they're good, you know? And, and to like, I, I'm just a different, I'm just a different person. Like it's, uh, I, I just, there's always things going crazy in my life where if it's Lord Jesus, please, like if it's not my brother, my brother being locked up or, um, my house being shot up or my car is being shot up or just just the chaos of literally living in a family that is from Carson, California. You know what I mean? And not even just that, but just just in those seasons of life where that's just what it was, you know? Um, I just know that, I don't know, sometimes I wish I would have fought for it, but I didn't sorry excuse me and it is what it is and um i don't know I, that's a i don't know question yeah no nah, it's like a circle i'm just going in a circle right there huh <laughs> you mentioned because, something what i say you you said um for some of those relationships looking back um there are some that you kind of wish you'd fought for yeah are there common themes in those relationships where you can now identify a relationship that's worth saving versus ones that okay Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And then all of them could have been saved with a conversation. Yeah. And then that one relationship could have helped all the other relationships. You know what I mean? Because I met all these people because of this one person, you know? And so for me, I mean, most females would be like, oh, my gosh, I messed up. I should have just. And it's like, for me, I'm like, you messed up, you know. But, but too, it's like we both messed up. That's how I feel. Like We both messed up. We both didn't. We both have pride. We both didn't say sorry. We both didn't talk. And so then it, then it kind of makes it a diac- uh, domino effect of issues. That still kind of happened in my life, but... Um, for the most part, I, I'm happy where I am. I rebuild. I re, God rebuilt this house, and um, I'm proud of what um, what he, what we're doing. You know, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, and you know, it goes back to what you also said, like in terms of always protecting your peace. Yeah. And so there's seasons where, you know, you're gonna end relationships, but there's also be a season where you get to rebuild and. And it's all part of your growth, and yeah, you get to teach us some of these lessons. And <laughs> Thank you. And some of these lessons, like Pete's going through, like he just wants yeah. to fight everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just a Sam wouldn't be. Is that why you're not drinking with us? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna drink the mustard table. <laughs> you're like, can we talk? <laughs> Oh man, so, so just uh, go back to relationships because I'm, I'm looking at man, so now why? What 
Single guy, when you if you give him the eyes, his eyes will be like, <laughs> Oh, 
Ja. Mais Baka, Baka, il est Baka, c'est pas. But I, I love, I love um, your, your answer in terms of like, all oh God's timing, like God's got his hand in it. It is though. Yeah. You, you ain't thirsty or. Not. Yeah. And I was so always thirsty mess- for my alcohol, though, I hear. <laughs> and it's, it's a, a massive encouragement for our young, young ladies who. Are, yeah, like, I mean. Because we always. There's always pressure to be in a relationship and we always like celebrate couples and whatever, but we don't really talk about the power of being single. Yeah, and 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 the new thing now too is like celebrating couples that are not married. Mm. You know what I mean? Like everybody has all these gender reveals and let me just talk about it, okay? <laughs> I'm hurt some people's feelings right now. We're gonna go there. We're gonna go this. <laughs> Okay, because nigga, they're going to troll me in these comments right now, okay? I'm not talking directly to you. I'm talking about the overall, because in the future, God bless your wedding. But I just know for me that we live in a time where this is just okay. Like, that's why dating sucks, is because everyone just gets pregnant, and then they just have gender reveals and fucking pop freaking fireworks and stuff and then you find out that these two this guy got a whole nother baby mama that got the got a baby that's the same age as the baby that ain't even born like it's just like it's just and 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 everything is just supposed to be okay and you gonna post that on your instagram that's why your instagram numbers don't mean shit to you like you know what i mean it's just 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 the dating scene these days is so weird where i mean it's just weird i'm not gonna talk anymore about that because i feel like i'm gonna hurt people's feelings but i'm uh, i just know for me it's just not it and men these days kind of see me as being this tunnel um, especially the Samoan men, because uh, you know the Polynesian men. I'll say will see me as this, and I'll, I'll say I had this date, right? I ain't gonna say who he is, but if you watch this, you ain't mm-hmm. shit. Um, <laughs> but you I had this him, date, and I hadn't gone on a date in a long time since a, a long time ago. With anyways, I'm not even gonna talk about him either because he's irrelevant. Anyways, so I had this date, right? And um, he brought his cousin to the date. Yeah. Please, it's you, Samoan. Someone. Oh, man. Mm. E. He was someone, and he brought his cousin to the date. And then after, he just thought that he was going to get something from me. This is the first time we ever sat, like, we're together ever. We only FaceTime a little bit after his practice or whatever. And it was just so weird to me that it was like, that's what you want? That, that, that So this is how easy females are. So for one, females, you got to stop being so damn easy because you make it hard for the females that have respect for themselves. And then the men, they just take advantage of it. And then all these women just, like, it's like flocks you know what i mean like they're like what are those birds nests we saw at the museum they're like a whole bunch of moors 
it's, it's just like they just flock in like a gang of moles. Moles are extinct, obviously, but I'm just saying like it's just the aggressiveness of uh, females. And then like the men, and then like this date was like stupid. And I was sitting there like, I can't believe my siblings talked me into coming to this damn date. You know what I mean? And all he kept seeing was like captions from like Instagram. You like sitting down? Like okay, can I can I I'm can I curse on here? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. <clears throat> so the first thing he said was. Damn, so now you fine as fuck. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? <laughs> I told you guys I didn't want to go. So like, that's like, and this is my first date in like five years. So yeah, I don't really, I don't know. The dating scene is just dumb. God's, yeah. God's saving someone special for you. Yeah, he is. Mm. He just better hurry the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, man. Hurry Fuck. up, man. Jason. Jason, so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny um, hearing that experience. And as even when you first gave the answer about um, the dating, and the, I figured that it would be a case of because you're so strong in who you are, that yeah. would intimidate men these days. And I think, if anything, it says a lot about the state of men in today's yeah. world. For sure. Man. Exactly. Yeah. So just really interesting to hear your lived experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I imagine you would be intimidating because in a world where everyone's for the gram and trying to, you mm. know, chase clout, mm. it's, you stand out. And where the men use filters? Mm. <laughs> crazy. Men are using filters That shit is crazy to me. Like, how are you going to be on your story using filters? <laughs> The only you filter have to push I would the microwave, she said. <laughs> <laughs> the only filter I would use is one that to cover the pungifu. Yeah. yeah, I mean a soft one, but people be using. I mean, sorry, I feel like I'm dragging a lot of people right now. But I mean, hey, like you're a man, man. Like men, we need our man back. We need our man back. Like, like where the men that don't have to have multiple women just to. For what? Like, go to the gym or something. Like, go get your endorphins out in the gym. You know, I just feel like there's so, there's so many people cheat these days. Like, I have multiple friends that call me crying. Like, and I, I'm that sister for everyone from Hawaii to New Zealand to LA to Utah to, to just everywhere. Or to Australia. Like, I have so many friends that call me about issues with their men. And because I don't have a man, I feel like a lot of women um, can talk to me because because um, I can one relate with them because I had one, but then I'm I don't have one and I have like a sound mind. I guess I kind of sound. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just feel like just I don't know. Men are men in these days. And also, women ain't women in these days either, you know? Um, how you walk out of the house, is is that how you want your future man to see you? You know what I mean? It, it just feels like, um, like I, I don't know, it's just so much lacked in our communities these days. And especially with just so much of the, just the fake. It's a lot of fakeness and... Um, so much is just fuckery, honestly. Social media is really doing a toll on us, you know. 
Um, yeah. So how do we balance that then? If like social media is influenced, I don't know. I mean, we do podcasts like, like this, yeah. like where we bring in more women that are that are married, um, and and too, like you know, I mean, having. I mean, I know married. I have lots of married friends that have issues, and I mean, but what married, what married couple doesn't have issues? But to have those married friends and single friends and friends that date. But if you do it like a melting pot of of that, like here in this podcast, that'd be pretty cool. I think so. Um, I don't know. I just know that we live in a times where. Um, just 60 seconds matters as far as like that's how long a reel is on your instagram and then that's how how far someone attention span is you know like everyone's attention span is so short everyone's conversation is short everyone's hello doesn't matter everyone's how are you doesn't mean shit you know and then when people just are people just are just existing you know, oh, for sure. they're just existing just to get by. And it's just like, it, it, there's so much more to life than just existing. Like we're, we're, we're here to live like, like, and two with my brother passing away. Right. So first he was shot, paralyzed. Now he's not here no more tangibly here. I cannot touch my brother ever again, you know? And I don't know how heaven's going to be when we, when I go, you know, I don't even know if I'll be able to touch him. I don't know what kind of angel he'll be. You know, I feel like he'll be the biggest one of the biggest angel by the throne of God. But I, I, I just don't know. So, like, like who are we? Like, why are we here? Like, if, if I don't have to date a, date a person or if I don't get married, which is one of my fears, right? Because I'm older now, um, even though I look very young. Um, but if I don't date again or get married in my life, I know that I'll be happy because I have my siblings. But what about the ones that don't have siblings? What about the women that are just single children by themselves and that are my age and don't have family and live in a country that nobody knows them. Like those are the ones that I feel for like, damn, who do you have to talk to? Um, I don't know. Like I said, going back to, there's always somebody out there that's going through far worse than you. Yeah, I loved it. Man, you, you throw some truth bombs tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, hey, this is how we I talk every day. I just want to give you the opportunity because I know there's so much more we can talk about, but I want to give you the opportunity to have a toilet break. Okay. Do you want a toilet break? Nah. No? I'm good. Okay, Why you got to go? Go toilet break. No, we'll carry on, carry on. Oh. Like, I love what you said um, to now. You said um, men are not men these days, and, and also you mentioned women are not women these days. Mm-mm. And but I can I, I I know why. I'm just pinpointing, but just my opinion. I know why yeah. you're still single because you are you're you're a high value woman. Hard valued. High 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 value. And so regardless of it's money or what, but your your values, your values, your morals, you stand on your conviction. And I think, and you've got a strong personality, mm. and I think a lot of men are kind of fearful. For, uh, yeah, oh, and which is cool because our our women did hear that, and also our men need to hear that. Yeah, that a woman, you know, our men, us as men, we, we respect that. Like, man, that's that that's a woman. That's not even a woman, to be honest. That's a that's a lady. Yeah, 
So no, as, as men think, man, that's a lady. That's a yeah. lady who knows her, her purpose, who knows who she is, yeah. her identity, is strong in her convictions. And not going to come as, oh, okay, can I just, oh, you know what, I like you. Can I just, you know, one day, first day, let's, let's just sleep. You know, I like what you said. I'm not that person. Yeah, and that's probably why yeah. men are like, oh, no, I can't because I'm this, a lady. This, this, this is a real one. Yes. This is a real lady. <laughs> and so uh, our men need to hear that, but also our, our women need to hear that, hey, you stand up, you're beautiful. You're, you're someone, you're, you're, men can't just come and walk over you and take advantage nah. of you. We need women to, to yeah. be. Yeah, my mom always says, too, is beauty is what beauty does. Yeah. You know, like you can be the most beautiful girl, but you can always also be the hole in the bathroom too. You know what I mean? Like you can be the most beautiful girl, but what beauty are you portraying? Like, you know what I mean? Like what, what are you doing and how are you portraying your beauty? You know, like I say, I, I love, I like to go to strip clubs. Okay. I'm a Christian. I like to go to strip clubs. Don't judge me. Okay. But I like to go to strip clubs, okay? And so I'm the kind of person that goes to strip clubs and talks to the strippers like, so sis, like, so what got you to this point? Like, how did you become a dancer here? You know, like, I'm that person. Like, and I am so serious. They, everyone hates it. Like, I'm sure my cousin back there is rolling her eyes right now. But I, um, I just, that's just who, I don't know. That's who I, I'm very like, I just love, love. And so I'm that kind of person that just wants to know, like, oh, how do people get to where they are? Um, uh, Even like going to like my uncle, he started a, a nonprofit organization called, sorry, let me start that over so we can maybe cut this. But <laughs> my uncle started this nonprofit organization called Full Movement out of um california and so it's made up of like mo like hundreds of polynesian men that um have all been incarcerated or that are battling drugs so they all um kind of get together to empower the youth and so it's it's so beautiful what they have going on and i'll send you the link so that you can read up on them and like follow them and their journey um but why did I even bring them up? But I don't know why I brought them up right now. Anywho, I brought them, well, I brought them up because God said bring them up. So yeah, but my uncles, uh, they have full movement and they are, um, they're doing like great things, great things in California as far as like inspiring the youth and um, helping people that are incarcerated um, get funding and like get, like, you know, put money on their books and things of that nature. I don't even know why I brought them up. I had a I had a point to this, but yeah, I forgot. You transitioned it. to them from after you like talking to people why they get to where they at. Yes, yeah, yeah. why they get to where they at? Because my uncle who started Full Movement um, is my dad's brother, and so my dad he was um, heavy into drugs, super heavy into drugs. And I remember telling my uncle, and this is why I know people deserve second chances, is I remember telling my uncle like. No, uncle, you can do it. You can do it. You you got it. I'm going to take you to the hospital. We're going to figure it out. I remember taking him to the hospital and him just being just so high off of meth. You know, methamphetamine is killing our people. 
you know, and so and and my family is is a victim of of meth as well, and so yeah, I remember I remember looking at him and saying, I, "I got you, I got you," and he says to this day, like you know, I I have helped him kind of like just fight that demon, um, but then he started full movement, but so so just saying that you know, like there's again, there's always someone out there that's going through far worse than you. I feel like I'm rambling again. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, sorry. I, I, I love um, how your family are agents of change. Like um, you yep. guys got the, the your uncles doing the full movement, and mm-hmm. then also you got like that drop-in center type thing where you're providing you for you know opportunities mm-hmm. exactly um, to be creatives and mana yeah yeah, mana yeah. entertainment yeah and so it's amazing we love to hear that because because on this side we've got so many different organizations that yeah have the heart and want to do the same thing but yeah but you guys are doing the same thing mm. you know which is so cool and i was inspired by that from um coming here as well you know there's there's so many organizations here and because you guys are the majority you know here we're the minority there so it's really cool to see like how much um just how much love is here you know it's it's really amazing like this year is amazing <laughs> us walking in and like seeing this production bro over there on the ones and twos he looked like he about to dj right now <laughs> nah, like, that's because i'm a musician oh muso ass but i'm just saying though like it, this is just really cool this is this is amazing yeah, props, thanks. And he is a muso as well. Are you? You gonna sing a song? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. you wanna come sing a song? Leai. <laughs> oh man, so so many gems. Um, to now. Um, so to now, obviously, there's um, obviously there's some concerts and some festivals that you're part of. Um, obviously, there's uh, the Homeland Festival that's coming up next month. Yes. Yeah. Well, tell us about that because that's a that's a big one that's coming up um, for you. Yeah. So um, next week we actually leave to um, Australia to, and I get to open up for Lauren Hill. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know. I'm so excited. This has been like a dream of mine, like for since I started singing, like literally since I was 12. Like I mean, I always loved music. Grew up in, grew up on music, but. Um, yeah, I get to so cool. What the heck? Yeah. I know. Uh, um, and then, so yeah, then we ha- we come back and then I get to open for Stan Walker. I am such a huge fan of Stan Walker, like beyond. Um, and then I get to watch Aradna come back. Yeah. You know, Aradna is one of my really good friends. She just came out with the, um, with, she's coming out with a new album. So she has a new visual out right now too. It just dropped yesterday. So that's like my sister, like my real sister, 10 years. So when she came to LA to work on her music, I would be the one that went to go check up on her. Um, and so, yeah, it's just really cool to see her growth. Um, but yeah, then I come back here to um, New Zealand and I finish up my album. Um, hopefully, get to shoot a music video. 
Du wirst nicht, nicht so ein extra. Schöne. I will let you know. I got you. We might shoot it right here with these lights right here. We can, we I, can might, I, might, I might just lean right here on this uh, locker. On the locker, locker right. right here by Jordan. We'll, we'll create that bar with the, uh, and we'll start saying, can we talk? Yeah, oh, can yeah. We talk? Yeah. Yes, that's the intro. That's the intro. Nah, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited that Booyah Tribe is coming back. Yeah, the Booyah Tribe. You know, rest yeah. in peace to my Uncle Ray. That was my dad's best friend. Wow. Yeah, and so um, I'm super excited for that. We got my um, all my cousins coming from Carson and my Uncle Baby Down from... Um, from Brownsville is going to be here. Um, so yeah, man, it's really, really cool. I'm super excited because we've been here for four months, four weeks. So we've been here for a whole month. And so it's going to be really nice to see some familiar faces because it's only been my cousin and I here um, this whole time. And our Airbnb, but we mostly just live in a studio. Um, and so, yeah, really excited for that and then i'm excited for next year you know i feel i do know that next year is when um um god willing and in god's timing we'll be um selling out shows next year here in aotearoa um and all over the pacific Ooh. triangle amen you know like um that that that's my goal um i have a goal and i and i know that with um with god and with my team um that i have now it, it's gonna it's, it's can't fail we will not lose and and two because like we people can relate to us and so um this album's gonna be really nice and i can't i, I mean you know what's so crazy is I, I haven't even been able to share my music or my album with my family back home because i usually like if i if i do a song i'll send it like hey what do you guys think and then you know my siblings or my brothers will be like ah sucks you know what i mean usually them they'll be like ah sucks but i haven't sent anything to anyone this whole these whole four weeks so yeah we got three more weeks of uh studio yeah seven weeks of uh this studio making album seven's the number of completion so I'm yeah really excited. The, the number of completion yes, that's right is, yeah. what's the inspiration this time around what's the new album My inspiration is, uh, i can't talk about it too much uh but i can say that i um came here to Aotearoa to work on my album because this is where I know God wanted me to be. This is where I found like just just newness of vo vocals and myself and lyrics. Uh, I could submerge myself in um, the Maori culture in Kapahaka. I, I'm like, a, I'm a, I'm just a, I'm a sponge, you know, um, and uh, I'm working with I'm working at um working with Precise. Um they're my distribution company um out here out here in New Zealand. Um what else can I say? It's kinda hard because I can't say much. Um but I don't want I can say whatever I want to say because I manage myself, but I just want it to be special, you know? Um it's gonna be an album dedicated to my brother um and my family. Um, and every family and every household that goes through the same things we go through. Um, and it's going to kind of take you back in time too, where your moms and your dads will um, be able to sing along. That's all I could say right now because I feel like I'm talking too much. Uh, okay, but it's going to be like a sing along one. 
Um, I'm like really excited. I really worked like two years for this whole album um, to do it in these in these seven weeks. Um, and what else? Um, we've been working at Parachute Studios, um, Big Fan Studios, and Roundhead Studios. Um, so those are like the top three in all of New Zealand, which is, oh, not all of New Zealand, sorry. If, I know you, if you have a studio, let me know. Um, I would love to come record there for the low. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just really excited. Ooh, no, no collaborations or anything was just I can't say that that's too much that's too much to say what, what are you doing here bro <laughs> no, he was fishing for it he, he, was, he was fishing for that one nah I can't I can't no, I want to say a lot but I really can't it's, it's Ooh, exciting it's exciting, man. exciting. Man, man. I'm excited it's been a long time coming and I pray that we can sell out some shows and open up Mana back home and everywhere else around the world yeah but how, but how about home but are you obviously you you're well received here in new zealand and, and also australia but how about home and like obviously in the in the big cities and they're like man to now oh yeah i mean the love is there but they see me all the time you know like it's um it's like oh it's i was gonna be cooking at auntie so i love to cook that's like my thing so people always ask like what do you like to do in your spare time and it's, i love cooking cooking is like well i'm the oldest so we always had to make something out of nothing huh and so yeah um but what did you ask me i'm sorry oh i was just saying that the, the love obviously you, you're well received here and and oh in la yeah in la in la it's a little different because it's so um how do you say there's so much music mm different genres and i mean there's different genres here too but just everybody wants to come to hollywood you know and i can't stand hollywood you know um i mean we lived in hollywood our whole our whole life you know and it's a place where that you know you really have to be prayed over you know to be able to it's a lot of crazy stuff over there but nevertheless say i love living in la i love being from carson california but um yeah, I'm not really. I don't. I don't sell out shows there. It's really hard. It's really hard to sell out shows um, where you're from. Sadly, um, mm. to say, but it's the truth. You know, I have to go outside of my home to sell out shows. Cause you're international. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Global. <laughs> I, I'm meant to go away from home to bring mm. it back home. You know, and so yeah, I, I just I just know that. Uh, um home is where home is where you are where you're happy you know i feel home here you know i feel home when i'm in Samoa. i feel home you know that's motherland i'm home when i'm in new zealand i know that my grandma stepped foot step on these pavements of aotearoa i'm home i know when i go to hawaii i'm home and when i land in carson california where i know my dad and my mom are i'm home Love yeah Man, just, just, oh, sorry. Um, I know we're talking a lot of highlights okay. and great stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, this month. Oh, you're going to get dark, huh? I'm going to get dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, this month, we're, um, New Zealand's mm. not celebrated, but um, it's just Mental Health Awareness Week yeah. or um, Awareness Month. And, and so I guess we have like some of the highest stats and, and suicide. Um, I remember that. Yeah, and 
and so a big part of our podcast is like normalizing certain conversations and some of the taboo stuff that we go through and Mm -hmm. and I guess what I'm trying to get at is like in terms of your mental wellness and health like what were some of the darkest times for you that um, you went through and how did you get out of it like uh you know i wouldn't label it my darkest but it was a dark time because i don't know what is ahead of me um but i would say my one of my one of my dark times were when my brother was shot yeah that was a dark dark season of my life but it led me to a light time um because i found music and i started to write and then i started to sing so there's a difference between singing and singing you know what i mean where you sing to give where you sing to please the people but then when you sing you give yourself goosebumps and so um yeah man i just know that when my brother passed it was was really really hard on our family um but too like i just feel like uh the devil always is overworking it's over put it in overtime for mine um and i think it's because of the the grace that that he knows god has over us and the blessings that he knows god has in store for us because just like god god has the bible the devil knows the bible too so you know he just knows he knows the ones that are anointed and i know that i have that power and so i just know that he's always um He's always working every single day. My first week being here in Aotearoa, I could not sleep for seven days. And I was just kind of just struggling to just find rest, um, which then messed up my voice, then my sessions, and then my album, which is like my everything that I planned for two years, you know. And so I did, I, you know, it is. he's constantly trying to break us and shake us. And so with our mental we just really have to be prayed up and just look at the, I would say, just look at the promises that God has in store for us, you know, like just look at the future and always look at like what other people, like other people's issues, because that really helps you look at your own, like, wow, I'm really not going through that much. If sis over here, you know what I mean? If she is facing this, then how dare me feel this? You know what I mean? Even though we're all entitled to our feelings, I just I just know that when you really look at other people's situations, you can really see, like, you're really not going through that. Mm. Somebody else is always going through more, far worse than what you're going through. Yeah. Love that, love that yeah. there's all there's i mean there's all kinds of dark but we ain't yeah, gonna yonder. we ain't gonna yeah, we ain't yeah, gonna yeah. give it all that okay because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's love in that. the past we ain't gonna give it yeah. too much energy or time doesn't cool. need cool. that much time it's awesome yeah and i love like you talk about there's this hope and it the has to be your eyes is fixed on that and mm-hmm. that, you know you keep your eye on, on the promise yeah where you work out the the process mm-hmm. in the meantime and yeah and I love that for you, so that's Jesus. it, bro. Thank you, bro. Cool. <laughs> so we don't have to rehash all that trauma. And that nah, sometimes it's best not to be talked about, you know, because when you retalk it, you relive it, you know, and sometimes people are not strong enough to relive it, 
you know, until you are strong enough to relive it. And then it's a testimony that you're helping others. Then you can talk about it. But when you talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and where it's like festering in your head because you never, ever dealt with it. Then what's the point of talking about it if you ain't going to deal with deal it? Deal with it, yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, you got to just deal with the shit. Or just don't talk about it. And then just, you know, but then not talking about it's bad, too. Then it just festers inside internally, and then you don't talk about it, which is what a lot of us Polynesian families do, is we just sweep everything under the rug. Um, but I don't know, you know? All I could do is mm. just... just figure out my own you know what i mean and then for me what works for me and and what works for me is to just uh is just not talk about it um you know going back to like you know it, it could be so so old, an old scene of like you know my my cousin ness always says it but if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say it at all you know what i mean and if you don't have nothing life to say you know don't don't say it at all. It's just if it, if you're not speaking life over an individual, don't say it. You know, and then too about yourself. If you're not speaking life over yourself, um, is is um, there's a saying called uh, um, be careful what you say about yourself because you're listening. Mm. You know what I mean? Be careful what you say about yourself because you can hear, you can hear yourself because life and death is in the power of your tongue. You know, that's what the Bible says. So you really had to like, really, the Bible got all the bars, man. <laughs> the Bible ha is the true, the truth is the truth. Like, it really has all the bars for life, for lessons, for everything. Like, yeah, but life and death is the power of the tongue. And if you ain't speaking life, then don't speak at all. That's it. And that's all. That's the bar. Up, Whoa, that's up, a man. song. Straight up, but I'm just saying, like it, it, it's, it's important, and I feel like all of us these days we're on social media with all these followers and whatnot, and women are quick to, um, you know, post a half naked picture. Men are quick to slide in somebody's DMs. Um, someone is quick to who doesn't have followers be like, I want to be like them. Everyone wants to have something that they don't have or be something that they're not and that's just how it's it's going it's gonna go like that but we have to be the ones that kind of stand apart from it because we're not of this world because greater is he that lives in me than he that's in, in the, the world. world yeah 100 percent. yeah honeys the awesome thing about all our interviews is that's what we get from our guests yeah because you always share about your why, your purpose, and what you're being mandated to do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's it, man. If and you I don't know your why, then why? Then why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, if you don't know your why, then why? Love that. Yeah. But I, um, tell, us, tell us some more about the American um, Song Contest. Because that's, that's, that's massive. That's a massive feat. To, to be a part of but also to you know to write your own lyrics and your own songs and tell us how the, the whole mm. ordeal how you went through the the paces there and the auditioning all that kind of stuff and the people you met and the songs you wrote, you wrote. man so that was uh, the same year that my brother passed away 
Um, and so I tried out for like the voice like numerous times and I never made it. I always made it like, what? Well, not numerous times. Okay. Two times. Um, and I made it all the way through to where you're supposed to get the email where they give you the hotel room and you get in or whatever. Um, but I never got the email. And so the producers of the voice were actually pissed off that I kept not making it. And they're the ones that reached out to me. And so they reached out to me saying that they were curating the show called American Song Contest. And they wanted me to represent and it was going to be all 50 states of the U.S. And they wanted me to represent Hawaii. And so me, they're like, yeah, we're doing all 50 states and the U.S. territories. And so me, I'm like, "Okay." so you want me to do Hawaii? Okay, that's such an honor, you know, because I do represent Hawaii to the hundreds, you know. <laughs> um, but um, I'm Samoan. So so you said the territories, right? There's six territories, right? So there's to American Samoa. Can I have the honor of representing American Samoa? And it happened so fast that... Um, they were like, oh, we don't have anybody for American Samoa. And we actually, you know, we're just curating the show. So we had been working on the show for for about eight months before it actually came out. Um, and yeah, they wanted, they said original song. Uh, Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg are going to be the judges or the the MCs. And the, wor- sorry, the MCs and the world are going to be the judges. Like, We'll have judges that are going to, I said, oh, someone's got us. We, we got this. We got this. You know, <laughs> us, the Polynesians, we got this. We got this in a bag, right? Um, so, yeah, I um, they asked for me to write a um, an original song. And so I wrote a song called Full Circle. Um, and I wrote it with my Uncle Trent um, from Brownsville, um, Baby Down. And he he lost his son. Um, to gun violence and I lost my brother to gun violence and so he's like one of the um he's he's like my like my number one that I go to for music advice and lyrics um and so yeah I um asked him if he can help me um write the song and so we wrote the song and we started with uh pray for the ones that we got and blessed by the ones that we've lost yeah yeah you know so it was just like so powerful because i knew because because this show came out right after covid and i knew so many people have lost their loved ones from covid um and i knew that it was a time like Dang, like, I just want to lift everybody up. I don't want to sing about, you know, every, like love or a guy or anything like that. I want to sing about life and, like, what it is to me right now. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wrote that song about my life in the full circle because I always see the hope and I always see the promises of God that he has for me. So yeah, that's why we started with pray for the ones that we got and blessed by the ones that we've lost. Yeah, yeah. Pray for the ones that we got and blessed by the ones that we've lost. Yeah, yeah. Though we may not sit, though we may not think today we're gonna be okay. Pray for the ones that we got and blessed by the ones that we've lost. Then it ends with full circle, full circle, come around and rock. Because life comes around. Full circle, full circle. Yeah. And, like, the lyrics of that song are, like, 
everything. Life is so beautiful. Give thanks every day. Time's not per usual. Our struggles are not the same. Because fighting for who I love and can't let anyone try to take. You know, my blood and my my tears that stain the path I've paved with pain. Because respect is earned. We can expect return if we can correct and learn. Let's bring about change and show them their worth. You know, every single word is very intentional in everything I do. Whether it's about love or life. And yeah, that was amazing. And I know I I remember um, Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg being like, that's a good song, but I don't know if they were doing that for the TV. But I know that I looked at my parents in a crowd and my best friends and Vanessa and my siblings and my cousins. And, you know, and they were like, you know, just seeing me on that big stage, you know, I had, you know, they this is NBC Universal dollars, you know. I'm not getting paid that much money, you know what I mean? I'm taking off of shows and touring and my own personal life that supplies a lot of lives you know and so um I remember being like I'm representing Samoa I gotta like put everything on pause right now and I want to be on national television for the first time in my whole life you know and I'm gonna just be myself in every interview I was myself um in every outfit that I wore what I wore every awful was was made by a, a someone you know they wanted to put me in like Versace and Dior and all this crazy stuff I'm like girl do I got Versace Dior at home I'm gonna be <laughs> right here and I'm gonna be true to who I am and so I I had Afa Alu from um Samoa he did all of my awfuls he actually did the awfuls for um Miss Samoa wow. yeah uh for Moana Moimwana? Yeah. So he did her ofus as well, but he did he did my ofus for the song concert. So yeah, he he's just so amazing. He you know when you just see an individual's heart. Yeah. So he saw mine and I saw his and we just made it happen. He made my ofus in twenty two hours. They wouldn't let him come into the hotel. Like there's a lot of like weird mm. things because of COVID. Yeah, COVID's weird. That's like don't let, don't get us started with COVID because I know you guys <laughs> had it really bad here. Um, but just it's just weird weirdness. Like no one can come in your room. You can't get your makeup done. I'm like, oh no, I'm representing my people. I'm gonna have my makeup, my hair, my outfits done. <laughs> you know, by my people. And so yeah, we um, definitely did. As, as much as we could to just to win it for us um yeah i don't think the show did too good because i don't think they had another one after that but for the most part it was just a privilege to um be on that big of a stage yeah and to represent like, yeah represent, just to yeah. represent samoa on that stage you know there everyone's like what's a what is samoa <laughs> Is that like Somalia? And I'm having these interviews and I'm like. Oh, oh are, they say, are you serious? Did they say, did they ask you that? Somebody asked me that. They said, oh, what is Samoa? Is it Somalia? And I said, did you actually come here to be an interviewer, interviewer for us and not do your own research on the people that you're interviewing? That's like very rude. Yeah, because if I had to, yes, oh, yeah, like I said, I'm bold and I'm unfiltered. Um, So, yeah, I uh, and even like, you know, just uh, the red carpets and stuff like that. 
maybe I, like most of them don't even didn't know what a Psalm one was. And if I had to say the rock <laughs> one more time, oh, I was like, oh hell no, I'm gonna and and it'll be every day, you know, every single day. Because imagine we did, I did, I filmed for three months or however long it was. It felt like forever, but we prepared for eight for eight months. You know, so it was a whole year of of this um, of this show on NBC, and so yeah, I mean now it's like on national TV forever, um, so it's cool. We all have it recorded. It's on my YouTube, me performing, um, and I brought top poles up on stage mm. with me. You know, I made sure that I had in the top poles that are dancing with me um, in the show um, are my sister's volleyball players because my sister is a coach and so she brought her volleyball players like girls you guys are going to see what for Tanel yes that's how you do it you that's know so it's like the village man you know I'm like girls come you guys can all, we were all going to sleep over and then they had to wear the kuingas out of my sunroof of my car so like the, all of them because they wouldn't let them because it was COVID they wouldn't let my dancers in it was just so much my Siva Afi dancer was Rex um, so I, my Siva Afi dancer wasn't able to come in as well like it was just everything was always against us because who knows where Psalm was and we're just a, we're just a US territory we're not one of the 50 you know what I mean and I was like Ugh. Oh hell nah, you know. So I would make sure I made sure, and plus because I have a lot of friends that work at NBC, I was like, oh no, girl, I need you to open this gate right now because my dancers are coming in. <laughs> so yeah, we made it happen. Cause again, I'm a little bold. <laughs> represent, man. Represent, man. That's how you got to. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good to know, man. And you, 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 you're the very first person to sing on the podcast. Yeah, represent again. Yeah. Uh, did I sing? I feel like I sound shit right now. Nah, <laughs> you better you mix good. that. Okay. <laughs> Are you good? Man, to know. It's funny you talked, uh, you mentioned being on the big stage and seeing support and family. And I remember reading a story about um, the first concert where your name was on the flyer and your dad was in the audience. Uh, and just him being like, yeah. Soaking up the moment. You read that? Yeah, and I thought it was such a beautiful That's thing. So cool. Of especially you. because I'm sure the journey would have been such a long process. Yeah. And I imagine there's nothing quite like that first moment when yeah. someone you love so much is there to witness greatness. And you know, someone father, right? Like if you're a background singer for years, he's like, I'm not going to your show. I'm not going to go to your show to you. You're on the front. And I'm like, oh my gosh! So when I that was at and that was in Hawaii, I had my first show in Hawaii, and yeah, that was the first show he came, and I remember him having his hand in the air like, that's my daughter, and it was just like the best feeling ever in life is to see your parent in a crowd that sees you doing what you're created to do, and they helped create you. You know what I mean? You know, they, they were that vessel that helped create you. So then he sees you up there and he's like, I, I, you know, because my dad is like my number one fan, mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to quit all my jobs and go full force music. He's like, quit. You know, I had a great job. I had multiple jobs. Um, he's like, just quit. 
do. You should do what you got to do. You go. Go to Japan. I had $200 in my pocket going to Japan on tour with Common Kings. You know what I mean? But that's my faith. But, um, yeah, I totally remember that day like it was yesterday of of him doing that um, and coming, you know, and saying, I told you I'll come to when you had your own set. I was going to come for you opening up for people. But or or being a background singer for people, I was gonna come for you when you had your own set. And so yeah, that's my dad. That's OG Tone. <laughs> OG, yeah, he's he is the OG of all OGs of Carson, California. That's him. Yep. Carson. Yep. How powerful is it to have a parent that fully supports you regardless of your choices and? Ah, oh, it's so powerful. It, it, just one parent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, when you, if you have both parents, it'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom is a a person that you know. My mom is very, um, very firm. You know, my mom and and my granny on my black side, they're very like collegiate graduated um my mom didn't though but very like um business oriented um so professional um this is not a profession to know you know you you can be a lawyer you know because i i i did very well in academics and so you know i graduated with honors and all kinds of stuff and so they're like what you're gonna drop out of college to be a singer and i'm like yeah and uh, i really love it like i i i have faith that i can be a musician mom i really do granny you know what i mean and my dad's like fuck them you do it you know what i mean (laughs) you know that's my Samoan dad like nah fuck that you do it you know but um excuse my language if my mom's watching this i love you mom (laughs) but now you know full circle Mm. right my mom loves it you know but i do i do recall you know like they didn't want me to be a singer they um, and two they just wanted what was best for me you know, they just wanted me to be successful. They wanted me to have a savings account and buy a home and be able to have great credit and have all of those um, accolades that you have as a regular nine to five person. I'm just not her. You know, my credit shit. I don't own a house, but I love my life. You know what I mean? Um, but that's going to change soon. Um but yeah, like my like I I um kind of I kind of learned from both, um, but things like you know my first tour in New Zealand and we were opening up for Catch a Fire. Um, I remember singing. Um, we had a show in Hamilton, and I remember singing and and mind you, remember my brother is shot and paralyzed at this time, and I had a show in Hamilton and. I remember singing the song Bulletproof, which was my first song I ever wrote. Mind you, nobody knows who I am at all here. And uh, I'm just 23 years old here. And uh, um, I remember a lady standing up from her um, wheelchair when I was singing it. Um, and uh, I she stood up on the lyrics of... Um, 
Um, I only got one shot for it all. For my army, I only got love. Love, it's my armor. I wear it on me, I only got one. So I was like singing, you know, with all of your weapons, shoot. With all of your weapons, shoot. And it's like metaphoric for, because obviously my brother got shot, but more so like metaphoric. Anything that the doctors said that my brother will never walk again is so not true. Because like he he's gonna walk, he is walking. You know what I mean? And in, in his time, in God's time. So yeah, yeah, just those things. Those are those are the, those are the reasons why I live the way I live. It's not for money or fame. Yeah, but it comes it comes across, across um, quite strong to now. You talk about your mom's side in mm. terms of the the uh, business profession. Oh yeah, very uh, much. But so. yeah, you, cause yeah, you sound quite entrepreneurial as, as well. Um, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And so I, I get that from them too. You know, I I, I um you know I have my own business. I um, have my own clothing line. I have um, my own nonprofit organization. You know, and all things I'm still learning. Um, but for the most part, you know, I learned a lot of that from them. Um, but I learned my hustle from my mom too. <laughs> uh, but I I do know like my um my heart and my faith and like the love that I have in a lot of things like especially in music is like you know it's for my dad you know you know he he always says you know do as I say not as I do you know do as I say do as I say not as I do that's your mom saying yeah man like do that see that's a someone thing man do as I say not as I do you know go make the food <laughs> nah but yeah i mean um yeah man just it's, it's balance though it's balance you know even my team and my team now you know um um it's it consists of myself you know and i'm I'm my own manager and i am and anessa my cousin ness is um my videographer my graphics does all of anything that's in my head that i see or that i want to do she'll computerize it and do it you know what i mean and she just be she be doing it she's amazing my social media um are my websites and my clothing like all of it is like her and i are ideas um so and talking about balance going back to balance you know it's like um she's like the quiet one but i'm the one that kind of like is loud and you know kind of crazy um but she's the one that's like sis you know what i mean like sis be nice if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say it at all i'm like eh. <laughs> she, you know what she, I mean? She, she, she your conscience. <laughs> yeah, she's my conscience or whatever. She just look at her. She's just a sweetheart. Um, but she's a pop off too, though. So don't 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 get it twisted. But then yeah, then we have my little sister Tani. She's uh she's a professional volleyball player, um, collegiate athlete. Every, all my siblings all graduated from college playing sports, and so um. Except me and my brother Antonio and Nicole and oh my, he's the baby. But you know, they're you know everyone just athletes, and so like you know everyone's now funneling that into different areas of life. Um, and so yeah, I mean it's just all about balance. Yeah, life is yeah. that. And so yeah, I'm balanced with being um, black and Samoan, and from LA and and everywhere else that I am from. You know, um, Hawaii and. Samoa, New Zealand. 
How, how important is that to be your, your own manager to, to know? Because I can imagine that's stress as well. Obviously, you talk about balance. But oh, that's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's <laughs> nah, it's just more stressful because I um I don't know I don't um I don't know all of the business of being a manager yet. You know what I mean? And I have multiple artists that are like, "Hey, sis, can you manage me?" Or people's parents coming up to me and being like can you manage my daughter can you manage my son and that's why i started mona is because so that we can we can do me first because if if i'll fail on myself but i believe in myself more than anybody will and so if if i fail then i'll figure it out and then i'll you know what i mean we'll figure it out then we'll draw the blueprint again then we'll figure it out then we'll draw a new another blueprint and but we got to figure it out because all these other artists are looking up to me for me to manage them and i'm like hey i'm not your manager because that one i don't like the word manager or assistant that's like i can't i can't stand it it's just a personal thing um but i'm just your sister like, I'm just here to help you, but I will probably take 20% once you get big. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I am a business person hey, at the same the one, time. That's the one. That's what big sisters do. You, that's what big sisters do. They got to take care of themselves so they can take care of you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm excited for what's to come um, just because so many people um, see what... Um, us we us at Mana are doing, um, and so I'm 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 really excited and encouraged for for what's to come. I don't know when it will come, but I just know that I need to prepare myself first, um, and my own music so that um, it could fund mm-hmm. other people's music. Amen. Um, because I just know it's it's music first, and then um, I mean it's God first. Mm. Amen. It's music second, and then it's my family because then I can take care of everybody. Oh man, props. Man. Sorry, I'm just looking over at Jay's. Um, You're just taking <clears> his <throat> notes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure he ans- asks all his questions before. Yeah, it's just like, let me get one of those questions. Because <laughs> I'm falling asleep and I had a long day at work. <laughs> it's okay. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> it's funny. I think this is probably the only interview where I haven't filled. Usually, I have this wedge structure in my notebook. So, oh wow! Everything I know about you before we meet, I note down during the research and that quotes, um, and then all the questions that come to mind. I usually fill the space here, but everything I've learned from you, I write down here. Oh wow! And this is the fastest I've ever. F- I've filled this out. This is the fastest I've that ever filled it out so that it's carried beautiful. on here. But um, most of the questions they've sort of answered themselves, and I just kind of take it as like. It feels like we're talking with God's mouthpiece. Like, I haven't needed to ask the questions because the wisdom's just come out and you've just been able to speak it naturally, organically. So, that's the name of a song, eh? (laughs) We're not gonna talk about it, but. God's mouthpiece? What? It feels like that. That's the most beautiful thing anybody has ever said to me. And I am, that's no cap, bro. For reals. I received that. Oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you. All good. It's all love. Thank Appreciate you. you. Appreciate mm. you guys for having me. You know, you know, you know what's gonna happen later now. Uh. Some guys watching this. Oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch up with her. He's gonna come <laughs> up and say, "You are like God's mouthpiece." I, <laughs> I will know you watch Mandy. <laughs> 
and you will be cancelled. I tell you what, sis, it's just been a priv- uh, privilege, a bit of pleasure. I, I know it's been a, a long day for you, and just um, all for props. Us all. Yeah, props, okay. props, man, props to you and uh, all the best um, for your endeavors and all the all the concerts, <laughs> all the festivals that you're doing, um, your entrepreneurship and your businesses, all that stuff you're doing. Uh, we just pray that God's blessing and God's hand on everything that you do. So, Thank you. Man, bless you. So I receive much. all his blessings. Thank it's you. And I'll be praying for you guys here at Mandates. This is really, really amazing. It's an honor to meet you guys. Um, thank you for letting me and my, my sister Ness come and just share our um, family with you. Um, because it's never me. It's always us. And, um, yeah, I'm just a vessel, man. And so it was great to pour. And yeah. you guys poured into me too, so thank it's it's you. an honor to be here. Wow. And thank you for having me. Thank you for watching. Cool. <laughs> you? Uh, just just grateful to have met you. Um, I think what makes this special is that we have another sister from yeah, the other side from of the LA. world. Yes. And um, and yep. it's cool to um, hear your insight in terms of your, the, your context and where you're from and and it's encouraging for us to make sure that what we have here is special it and is. it enhances who we are as uh, New Zealand born Samoans and as um, Pacifica people mm. uh, from this side of the world and um, I, I'm really encouraged by your faith um, and just the acknowledgement like sometimes because New Zealand we're known as like a relaxed people and we don't get um we do, you know, in different parts in terms of like the persecution. So our faith is not heightened um, as much as those who are living day to day trying to survive. Mm. And so hearing hearing you um, and what you're being through and how you draw on that is really encouraging for, um, I know, not only speaking for myself, but for the brothers. Um, yeah. And yeah, Jay's right. Here you are. You have been like God's mouthpiece this <laughs> evening. So, um, yeah, just thank you, sis. And you know, you got some brothers here on this side of the world that um, will always be praying for you. And thank you. Can't wait till we see you. Like, um, we'll go not for a live, feed. but uh, we'll yeah, go for a man, feed. Yeah, man. We'll yeah. yeah, for sure. We should go for a feed. Yeah, How sure. about I just said that in an accent right now? I don't even know who I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like I keep up. Bo- <laughs> 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 yeah, mate. Trust us. Too lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, similar to the boys, honestly, it's just been a real pleasure. And shout out to Ness as well. I think yeah, it's awesome that you guys are. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome that you guys are here together. And um, we're just, I'm really excited for what comes next to hear the album when it comes out. Um, but just, it's really, uh, this one's different. Uh, it feels different because I think it's cool to see that our people, even across the world's biggest ocean, you know, are hustling, grinding, putting in the work. Mm. Um, and it's just cool to know that, you know, we're represented elsewhere, you know, yeah. in other parts of the world. And I can't help but think of, um, and I've, I worked for a company that talked about, you know, where our ancestors were so important and the stories, like Beyond Every Number is a name 
Beyond Every Name is a story. Mm. And the story of our people being that, you know, we navigated the world's biggest ocean from yes, Ireland using the environment, the materials around us and the people around us to like map out the world's biggest ocean. Yes. And here we are, you know, as vessels of those that have come before, connecting from different <laughs> parts of the world, but to be united in yes. faith, love, life. And, and everything that's positive. And so I'm just really grateful that you've been able to stir some of this up within myself at least, um, but I'm sure also within the boys as well. So just grateful for you both being here, for your time, for your energy, for your mahi. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's yeah. so received. Wait, I have to share before we go. Hold on. I, so we, um, we were just getting ready to go to sleep last night and my dad sent Vanessa and I a text message um, because we haven't been home in a couple months just uh, because of, of us intentionally planning to do our album here in Aotearoa and away from home, um, but to find home. Um, then he, and I haven't really talked, I talk to my siblings and my dad every day. Like I am the person that everyone calls every second for everything, every day. What are we eating? Did you put my clothes in the dryer? Like all that stuff. So my dad texts, um, I'm so proud of you too, for reals. You know what's, what is what is tight is when I see y'all pics in New Zealand. My dad's crazy. And I see y'all pics in New Zealand. I think of our parents, of what we came to America for. Tanel saying, Nessa, you're recording history to be told. Oh my fatasi. Y'all are worldwide now. Look at God. God bless you both. I love you guys so much and do God's work. Good night. So, like, you know, for my dad to send that, it was just, it was everything that I needed to hear at um, last night, um, just with just everything in life, you know, and um, us finalizing this album, you know, we didn't know what to do, and I've learned to not have expectations for anything, because it'll stress you out, and so, um, yeah, with that being said, yeah. I just, I just know I'm right where I need to be, and um, us in this space, we're right where we need to be. You guys here at Mandates are right where you need to be, oh, and so this is a beautiful establishment. And um, yeah, God bless all that you guys have going, mm -hmm. um, all your future endeavors, your guys' personal lives, Man. you know, because that's important for a business to flow. You know, as personals, so that when you guys come into a body of, of working, of workmanship, you know, it, it has to start with brothership, you know? And so, um, yeah, man, shout to you guys. Shelly, I sound like one Kiwi, yeah. <laughs> nah, I just, I just, I just, God bless you guys, really. And no, thank no. you for having me. This is awesome. And um, I enjoy doing, uh, I enjoy doing, um, doing things like this with all kinds of companies, you know. And so anyone that you guys know, um, I'm here for, for sure. a whole nother month. And so Man. we'll go for some feeds and you guys introduce me yeah, to your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will introduce you to someone. Shelly, <laughs> not that someone. <laughs> but that's no, just thank you so much. And I think we should mic up Ness. You guys want to sing one last song together? Yeah, Ness, you want to come sing? Oh.
But we do have a gift uh, for Is you, um, sis. Oh, yeah, you can. You, can, oh, you, you want to sing it? You oh, no. Wait, what? You have a gift? Yeah, you, we do have a gift for you. Uh, we always um, give our guest uh, a caricature or cartoon of them. Oh. Um, and so, thank you, what sis. What is it? Are you serious? Okay, yeah, so we always do a. Yeah, cool. So, it's also a box of chocolates as well. Hey, so, that's chocolate. for you, sis. Maro, love us, soy fua. That's how you lucky. I don't want to look at Wait, you got it? Oh, I looked at her expression first. <laughs> She's crying. Oh, look. Oh, you guys drew me. Uh, we, we, yeah, every guest that comes on, we always give them a caricature cartoon of, uh, of them. So, uh, awesome. Bless you, sis. So this uh, is great. Who drew this? Cool. You drew this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, um, but thank you. Thank you so much. So now, is there, is there anyone, just before we conclude, is there anyone that you can think of that would be ideal to come on the podcast? Oh my gosh, so many people, actually, because um, so much of my family are coming here um, in the next couple of weeks. So we, sh- we should get um, uh, Brownsville here. Um, maybe D-Boy, my cousin D-Boy from Carson. Um, Boyatry, maybe Uncle Lucy and them might be down. Um, and they can probably, honestly, all come together. Um, but yeah, I can make that happen. Oh man, awesome! Man. I can awesome. ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so good. actually, no, we can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go for feet, yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. And then, and then we'll go for feet. Oh no, we're just being for feet. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. We'll, we'll bring the food. We'll bring the food. You got an we'll oven in here? Feed. Is it? Yeah, yeah, the oven's here. Yeah, so we'll, ah, we'll I'll cook. Food. Good, Ooh, easy. Yeah, I never had no American food made by someone, a black girl before, huh? Ooh. Absolutely not. Make some mac and cheese and some collard oh. greens and fried chicken. Oh. Some of the comrade. Yeah, I can make some comrade. <laughs> I got you. I'm telling you, my family's straight from the South, like literally. Yeah. Shreveport, Louisiana, so yeah, I got awesome, you. Answers. But we always give our guests the last words. Any oh, words of any words of um, encouragement to the viewers or to the listeners? Okay, words of encouragement for our viewers and our listeners. Um, my name is Tanolo Falemana. I am um, a person that's just like you. Um, a soul just like you. And I'm just here to um, just uplift, inspire, and to just figure out who I am. So I encourage everybody to pray about, pray, pray to God to um, reveal, reveal who you, who who you are and why you're here find your why it's important to figure out your why um and i'm honored to be able to figure out my why in music and um if you want to are you interested um please listen to my music um you can stream it for free these days so um it costs nothing to support us musicians um and yeah support is important man we need it. Polynesian people, stand up. We're strong, man. I'm really excited, though, for this album. Stay tuned for the album. Um, stay tuned for all things. Um, and I don't know. Just be great. Be nice. It costs nothing to be a nice person. So, yeah, the world is going crazy right now. And um, we need more real in the world. Um, pray for your words before you deliver them. 
and just be a nice person. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And if it's bad, just pray about it and go sleep. <laughs> Let's go for sleep. Oh, thanks, Danel. Thank you so much, Danel. KFC, mate. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Danel. Sorry, <laughs> Please don't forget to like and comment, subscribe. Uh, we look forward to your wealth and our comments. And as usual, brothers, we're fine. Unlock, take, take charge. charge. Woo! Bandit.